0: Yo, what's good? It's your boy, The Franchise, and I'm here with my tag team partners, my brothers, Flawless, Joey V, and my boy, K Breezy, a.k.a. 2 Cold Kimbro, and we present to you the Generational Wrestling Podcast. It's about to go down. All right, guys, so we're going to start off the Smackdown review show as always is yours truly the 26 year old piece of gold. He's too cold. He's flawless. All right, guys, so let's go on and get this out of the way. And this is Roman Reigns, the Usos, Corbin and his court, Ziggler. And rude. All right, so we find out, man, that, you know, they're going to have a three-on-three match later on. And, you know, pretty much the stipulation is this, man. Whoever loses, they got to eat dog food. You know what, K Breezy, my brother, my brother, this is, I'm not even going to lie. This shit, I don't know why I don't think this is over with. And something that's telling me, don't hang up on me, bro. Don't hang up on me. <laughs> but for some odd, ungodly reason, I got a feeling we may end up in a dog collar match. Because <laughs> I don't feel like this is over. My so man. I, My man. I keep this laughing in the background. So, uh, before we get started on the first match of the night, K Breezy, do you believe this is
1: truly over? I hope so, but... <laughs> if it ah i don't even know what to say man <laughs> first and foremost <clears throat> whoever came up with giving them a, a dog food match with the usos i hated that they uh oh my god i don't even know what to say man <laughs> this shit <laughs> well
0: i got something to say my so my my 5 year old daughter uh, man, i I told you guys she liked to watch it with me from time to time uh-huh. and when when she saw the dog food up on the stage she was even confused. She's like, Daddy, why is there dog food? And the fact that she's five and she, and I explained it to her and she said, but, Daddy, they're wrestlers. Aren't they Aren't supposed to fight? I'm like, yeah, they fight and then whoever loses got to eat dog food. She's like, this is silly. So the fact that she's five and she thinks it's stupid, I'm like, I don't understand how any of this shit is passing creative. I just don't get it.
2: All right, well, yeah, I'll tell you this:
0: it doesn't look,
2: it didn't look like dog food. It looked like a big bowl of chili or sloppy joes mixed together. Like, where do you see dog food that looks like that?
1: Yeah, I wasn't. I want to <laughs> think that's that chili, that chili stuff that you can buy, and they just slap some dog food labels on them just so you know it's dog food. And and yeah, I yeah, I, I mean, you can buy some dog food that look like that. Don't get me wrong, you can. It's probably some generic shit, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah that was um. Bro, if
0: <laughs> any one of y'all dogs eat that shit, they will come out with hepatitis and arthritis.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, that I don't know, man. That was just I I, I want to hope that that's that was the end of it. At least the dog stuff, like just just okay, move on, man. It's WrestleMania. It's it's, it's WrestleMania season, man. It, it's all about trying to be the best, and I don't know who's trying to be the top dog. Per se, but <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, but <laughs> just just move on from it. I hope this was the end because you know, yeah, this, Ru, you know, it, this it, Ziggler and Rude didn't get no part of that,
2: yeah. Well, you know, I'll let you know that it will be the end at Fastlane in February before we get to Elimination Chamber because it will be a dog collar match. I'm telling
0: you, <laughs> all right, man. Well, and, and until we get to that, man, uh, first match of the night, we have a triple threat for the number one contendership for the WWE SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, we got heavy machinery versus the revival versus, oh, wait, hold on. Is this a fatal four way? My bad. My bad. I'm fat- tripping. Fatal four way. We got heavy machinery versus the revival versus Lucha house party versus Miz and Morrison. Uh, Joe, I'm gonna go to you, man. What did you think of this match?
2: You know, I actually liked it, man. It was a good pace, you know? Um, you know which team I really liked here was Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. They stood out like more to me than any other buddy. Like like ugh. I have a problem with Heavy Machine right now. I'm calling them the fat bushwhackers, okay? <laughs> because I think I forget who it was, man. They went to like kick Otis and Otis like tumbled like 10 feet across the ring outside the outside. Uh, no, I, I the noticed that outside. I'm like what the hell? Like, he barely even touched him. Like, it's just comical. But, like, Morrison, I'm a fan of Morrison, you know. Man, I'm, tr- man, like, he goes on that top rope, man. Like, he thinks, you know, he's, I mean, you know, he wants to do these flips. You know, yeah, he could do it. But ever since he came back, it's pretty much that's all he's doing. I want to see some other stuff from him. And uh, the revival, I mean, we all know about the revival. I was, I was. We knew the revival wasn't going to win. You know, I mean, it's just so, so, so
1: essentially you're saying it was really just a triple threat match. Basically <laughs>
2: much. But, you know, it actually, if to me, it felt more like Lucha House Party versus Miz and Morrison. You should have just did that because I was impressed with Lucha House Party. But Miz and Morrison, it made sense to give them the win. I don't know why they're facing uh Kofi and uh, Big E at Super Showdown. I mean, nobody cares about Super Showdown, man. Do it at WrestleMania or something like that.
1: But they gotta do it, they got that contract, man.
0: Which is really fucking jiggling my balls because here's the thing, okay? You do this shit as what super showdown, and then you got fast lane. Now is fast lane the last pay-per-view before mania,
2: uh elimination chapter.
0: So you got so this is what's really fucking with me. You have three whole pay-per-views after this. It's like, okay, so what the what are you gonna do now? It's like we're gonna just keep re-having the same fucking matches over and over until you finally decide to switch it up probably at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I just this damn Saudi Arabia shit is really fucking up my plans <laughs> for enjoying WWE. And that's
2: why you know we like kinda like how EW structure, you know, a pay-per-view every couple of months. It makes sense. You can build it. <sighs> You yeah. know, and it makes it feel like the pay-per-view, like it makes the pay-per-view feel big, like how it was in the 90s, you know, until they got like all those in your houses.
0: Right. Kay Breezy, what did you think of the match, brother?
1: Um, uh, Just a a low-budget fatal four-way tag match. <laughs> That's really what it was. It was kind of, the writing on the wall was for the Miz and Morrison to win, Um. Cause clearly that's the storyline that they're, they're, they're pushing that, you know, we figured they would get a title shot. Honestly, I don't even know why they had this match in the first place. They already beaten the new day. Like they've both beaten them. Morrison beat Kofi and Biggie. So it's like, and the Miz got a victory. So it's like, what more do they really need? They they've beaten the tag team champions. This should have just been like a, I guess, honestly, this should have actually just been the tag team championship match. This is really what this should have been. Um, You could have just put them over, but clearly you're going to save it for the Super Showdown. Uh, But, yeah, this should have already been a foregone conclusion that they were the number one contenders, and this should have been a match maybe for whoever fight them afterwards.
0: All right, the next up, man, you know, we got a backstage segment with Heavy Machinery, Uh, you know, visibly upset. Then you got Mandy and Sonya. They walk up. Mandy thanked Otis for his helping in the Royal Rumble match. <sighs> and then Tucker, you know, he said, you know, do that thing we talked about, you know, that, you know, there may never be a better time than now. And Otis, you know, he he couldn't find the words right away. And then he finally, he finally figured it out and he put it together. And then guess what, man? He did it. He shot his shot, man. He made it. He asked Mandy Rose for a date. She said she got plans next Friday. But the Friday after she good and then it came to him. It's Valentine's Day. Guys. All right. I know we could probably give two shits less about this whole little storyline, but do we see this working out for any one of them as far as immediate career wise? Otis or Mandy? <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey man, look, hey, hey, look. I- I'm trying here, okay. I- I'm trying to be the I'm trying to be a-, a wrestling journalist. I know, I know, I know. We don't give a damn about this, but give me something.
1: <laughs> the look, I-, I-, I didn't want to have no dead space. That's why I went with the uh. <laughs> it's the beauty, and the beast. It's
2: the beauty and the Beast.
1: I mean, that's all it really is. I mean, it's. I mean, come on, man. I mean, how far do we really expect this thing to go? At some point, I expect some big betrayal and uh, or her to all think, you know, Tucker's, uh, I'm sorry, Otis is, is bigger than Tucker and he doesn't need to have a tag team partner. He's a solo career. I, I, other than Bono, Sonny Bono in it, uh, I really don't really know uh, what else to them for there to do or what, what's what's to come out of this.
2: I can right. see maybe Tucker turning on Otis. I think that would make sense down the line.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Now- oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. No, no, I, I was just agreeing. Yeah, I-, I I could see that too. All
0: right. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get to an actual match. Um, yeah, if you want to call it that. We got fire and desire versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. K Breezy, I'm going to go to you first. What did you think of this match? And uh, what do you think of these two teams going at it? Do you think we've had enough of these two going at it?
1: Yeah, we have. And that's all I got to say.
0: Uh, Flawless.
1: Uh, Man,
2: I like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Like, you just need to give them the tag team uh, women's, you know, championship rematch again. Like, come on. Like, uh, there's really no – I mean, where is Peyton Royce and Billy Kay at, Really? Like they can't keep fighting Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville every freaking week on SmackDown. Like it, I, I, you know. It feels like it feels like you know. You join like a wrestling class, you know, and you have the same freaking partner every week until you go up to tier two. You know, like it feels like.
1: <laughs> it's, no, it's, I he's right. Um, they finally do got to branch off, and it is. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to see the Iconics. <laughs> I didn't want to see I them do. when they won. No, I, I outside of a few – I'm going to be honest, man. I, there's really not much in-ring work that impresses me about them, and all their promos aren't always good. So I'm okay with them not getting it, um, but I agree. with Because of the lack of women you have, and when I say that, knowing that we're talking about WWE – the ones that aren't injured and the ones you're not pushing as jobbers without, you know, it, it, you really don't have too many teams. So that's why it would really be smart if NXT kind of built the tag division and, you know, Raw and SmackDown took what little tags they had and actually did something with them. But the problem with that is you take away from having number one contenders. So it's good that Naomi's back and, you know, and hopefully she'll get a shot at Bailey, but – uh, I mean, really, you 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 need Sasha and Bailey f- for that tag team division. I mean, you 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 don't need Flair, you don't need Becky. You know, they can stay in the singles. You take Oscar off the Kabuki Warriors. Let Kyrie Singh be herself. Th- there go two new contenders right there. Uh, let Amber Moon get healthy. I'm guessing Nia Jax. You know, let her get back. You know, she showed up, but you know, I'm not sure where she's coming back. Um, you got Natalia, you got Ruby Reich, uh, hopefully coming back soon. Um, live Morgan. You, you got a school of women, man. You just gotta, you just gotta find something to do with them.
0: All right. Next up, uh, we probably have the only real worthy show part of the show. Excuse me. I'm tired of the bullshit. Uh, we have the only real worthy part of the show, man. We got Shinsuke. No flawless. Please. Shinsuke Nakama versus the Monster Amongst Men Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship Uh, the match
1: uh, the match uh, K Breezy Braun Strowman won that's the match (laughs) That, that was that was the match man they tried their best to get a, uh, an advantage over him. It didn't happen. Braun Strowman is your new Intercontinental Championship uh, champion. We we saw this coming. Um, it 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 did not feel like a big. People were happy to see him get it, but it was not a big victory. It was not a big field. There was nothing like there was nothing. Uh, uh, there was no stakes at it to where you felt like Braun really had no chance of winning this championship. Like if Cesaro and Zang, uh interference was done a little better, if if Nakamura was getting over on Braun, then maybe, maybe. But, uh, yeah, uh, Braun Strowman's is the Intercontinental Champion. All right, so we
2: we were hoping Braun would get this title win to solidify himself. You know, he hey, Braun's finally got a singles title. You know, with the company. And, you know, I was excited when he won, but it didn't, you know, like K-Breezy said, it didn't have that big feel to it. Like, you know, we can attest, like, growing up, man, if you won the Intercontinental title, man, that was a big thing. The crowd popped.
1: Hell yeah. You know,
2: It made you feel like you were the next in line for the world title. Now it's like you win it. You're like, eh. you know, it's, it's kind of like a participation trophy.
1: You're the champion and, of the main yeah, card. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much. You know, hey, you know, you, you we might see you every week. We might not. And um, the match itself, I mean, I didn't, oh, man. Yeah, it was just <coughs> tough to watch. Like, you know, it was like cringeworthy watching. Like, it didn't have, I mean, it just wasn't a good match all around, but Braun won, did his thing. Yay, good for him you know, he'll probably face Sheamus at WrestleMania. That's my opinion. That's what I'm guessing. So, you know, hopefully that's a good feud for him that they could build on, you know, make the Intercontinental title meaningful. But other than that,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's about it. All right.
0: Next up, man, we got Bailey. She comes out. She cuts a promo that I'm pretty sure none of us care to talk about. Uh then out comes one of the mystery women, man. Kay Breezy said it, man. You know, one of the one of the long lost women in the in, in the in the deck of cards called WWE. Uh Naomi came out, and got a nice medium reaction. Uh it wasn't as loud as I thought it would have been for her. She's a great talent, but anywho, nonetheless, man. Guys, so it turns out, man, it's looking like we're gonna have Naomi uh next in line to face Bailey for the championship, or at least you know to get a match anyway, with Bailey. Uh, how do we feel about Naomi coming back one-two? Do we think it's time that we finally get the better off of Bailey? And will Naomi be the one to do it? <laughs>
2: no. Uh I do not think it. I think Naomi and Bailey will wrestle, and I think Bailey will get over. You know, I, I don't think they're just gonna give the title to Naomi right away. I think Bailey's gonna fight Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. And I think that's when she'll drop the title. But I think she'll continue to. I think she'll get over on Naomi. I'm glad to see Naomi back to give some, you know, breath of fresh air into the women's division on SmackDown. You know, she's another asset, another good talent, but
1: the I don't see champion. her beating
2: Bailey. Yeah, I don't see her beating Bailey, but I think it, I mean, it builds, I mean, yeah, it sucks because, you know, we're like, man, the ba- ba- Bailey and Lacey Evans build was good, but the match was eh. But Naomi's different wrestler than, uh, Lacey Evans, so I want to say this would be a good match.
1: Yeah. Um. I think it would be a good match just because of these two, uh, but I don't... It's not a... Uh, it doesn't pop to me, man. I don't feel or trust that Bailey's dropping the title. Flawless said it perfectly. I think they are setting it up for a potential uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks uh, uh, run. My only thing with that is You've been building Sasha as this person that people don't like lately. And I'm not sure if her face turned. Like I'm so tired of seeing face heel, face heel. I, I don't think people will buy into it. Cause one, she hasn't been gone long enough. And when she do come back, it's not like people are gonna, you know, just cheer all like that. It's gonna be a half ass, oh hey, Sasha's back, yay. Hey. And then that's it. So um Wait, but I, let me ask you
0: this. So- so, so do you guys think it's gonna be Bailey the one to turn on Sasha?
1: Is is that what I'm getting? I I I agree with Flawless. It will. Well, I think it will be. Uh, <laughs> the question will come how or why. Because right now, mm. the only reason I can, the only way I can see it happening is if Bailey loses. Like if Bailey loses and she blames uh, and she blames Sasha, and then I can see you know. <laughs> Sasha getting that uh that sympathy he that sympathy uh uh that sympathy face love but uh, outside mm. of that man I don't really see I don't really see oh yeah I don't really see it I don't see Sasha turning face no time soon I would like
2: to see elimination chamber match for the number f- to see who would win the face bailey and if they did that I could see Sasha winning it
1: and then you know I, what? Then the yeah, okay. I can see that. Then yeah, that that'll be the only way. It had to be a number one contendership, and Sasha had to mess around and get it. Yep. You
0: know, I, I like that. And you know what? If you think about it, what was it? Was it last year? I think when it was Sasha. Nah, maybe last year, the year before last. I'm I'm getting my elimination chambers mixed up. But you remember, it was at that one point, you know, where it was Sasha and Bailey at the top of the pod. And then Sasha just started beating the dog shit out of her. So I I, I think man, it'd be poetic justice, man, if, if Sasha wins, you know, an Elimination Chamber this year to go face Bailey at Main Or or
2: maybe because they usually put the title on the line at Elimination Chamber that Bailey and Sasha could be in the you know Elimination Chamber herself, but Bailey oh. caused Sasha to lose to get pinned, and then Bailey gets the victory.
0: Hmm. I mean it's a lot you can do with that. It's, it's a, lot, that. It's a lot. lot. It's a lot. Or I could see Sasha and Bailey working together. I yeah, okay. Okay. We we're gonna we're gonna save that. We're gonna save that. Well guys, I mean clearly, you know, judging by you know how fast we got through uh this show and we even BS for the first 10 minutes of it. It was a very lackluster SmackDown, man. One of the worst SmackDowns in a while. Well, we
2: didn't get to the main event. We didn't talk about Sheamus. Oh,
0: shit. That's James. how bad this show the was. Ma-
1: Golly. Oh, my God. oh my God. This dude called it the main event. <laughs> he called it the main event. Uh, <laughs> All right.
0: Let, 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 let's get to these last two disasters. Uh, we got Shorty G, man, versus the fella, Sheamus. Uh, Shorty G, man, Sheamus came out, you know, halfway, you know, in the beginning of his entrance, Shorty G came up sneak attack. Long story short, man, Seamus just mopped the ring with his ass. Anybody care to comment?
2: I will say this: I'm a fan of Shorty G's wrestling ability, not the character. Okay, Shorty G is stupid. Okay, but <laughs> Chad Gable can wrestle. Like if you give him the time, you know where yeah. Chad Gable would really flourish. NXT, in Cruiser, oh. NXT, in the Cruiserweight division. Or an AEW where height doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Well, just by that silence in Kimbrough's voice, we're going to go on to Roman Reigns and the. Ooh, oh, I thought so. you heard me
1: earlier when I said, yeah, no, I'm good. I agree with Flawless. I like him <laughs> as a wrestler. I just don't care for the character.
0: Got you. Got you. All right. Well,
1: now we are in, the,
0: like Kimbrough said, the quote-unquote main event. You got Roman Reigns and the Usos versus King Corbin. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Loser gets to eat dog food. I'm going to fast forward. The match wasn't really off. I thought it was they get dog food port on them. No, no the loser was, was supposed one. to eat dog food. They've been saying that the whole <laughs> show. The loser the eats dog food. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, um, The Reigns and the Usos won. It was a bunch of ha-ha-hee-hee, and they just dumped a whole bunch of dog food, quote-unquote dog food. on Corbin took photos, and that was that. I'm sure neither one of you cares, but, you know, Flawless, I'm going to go to you just because you predicted this whole dog mess in the first place. Do you have any final comments?
2: So I'm a little upset with the finish of the match. Of course, Corbin loses by the roll-up of death. (laughs) <laughs> like, come on, really. Like, like when I saw it, I was like, geez, like if if I'm a if you know, if I'm going to a wrestling school, what's your finisher? The roll-up. Why the roll-up? <laughs> it wins all the matches on WWE. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> the ro- you ain't never heard of the roll-up of death? Many men <laughs> have fallen to the roll-up of death. It has a streak of undefeated longer than Father Time. Come on, man. You don't know about the roll-up of death? And, and you know what I do to further
0: validate my point? I go into wrestling school with a list of wrestlers, <laughs> top wrestlers, and the top matches of their careers who have lost to the roll up of death. All hey,
2: hey, hey, Goldberg Streak, uh, somebody's coming for your
1: spot. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> the roll up of death is on the way.
1: It is. It is. Oh, man. But this, okay. So, one, I didn't care for this match because we've kind of already seen it to this should have been the end of uh, when was Royal Rumble the week last week. Okay. So all of this should have been last week's show. This should have been a start of a new rivalries for some of these folks, like Corbin needs mm-hmm. to move on to something else. I was actually expecting Roman Reigns to come out and talk about the number one contendership, you know, no mention of the fiend, no mention of Brian, even though they mentioned the match, but neither one of those guys showed up. Um, I thought this was a drop opportunity to have the fiend be on the show and just fucking with people. Like he could have just been on the show messing with folks. He ain't really had to have no purpose. He just and I know I'm saying just give me the fiend, but he should have there should have been some type of ink that hey, we got this pay-per-view coming up. Now, even though he did defend his championship at um Royal Rumble, so I'm not sure if he's gonna do it at Super Showdown. So they dropped the ball there. They dropped the ball for elimination chamber. They, so it, it's yeah. I I expected something different. I didn't care for the match because I didn't care to see those six. Even though I like those six, I just didn't care for them to fight for this storyline reason. Um, other than that, uh, this was just another. This was just another wasted ending, and I'm I'm starting to hate Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, and I don't want to say that, but. I'm tired of him being at the end of the show for something meaningless. Like, there's nothing, there's no purpose to this. But you know there's not, what? There's no purpose to this anymore whatsoever. But that's what happens because W. Once again,
0: man, it's like. Damn bitch off. Done? Yeah, it's <laughs> damn bitch off. It's Like, what's done in the dark always comes to light. For years, man, for years you had this guy in the main event picture. For years you had this guy winning Royal Rumbles over the last, you know, the runner-up at Royal Rumbles. For years, man, you try to basically make him the next John Cena. And the problem was people got so fed up with John Cena that when Roman Reigns came in, he got, you know, he got shitted on before it even started. And then, you know, you got, you got him over to a degree when he announced his remission from cancer. But now the thing was, you've seen at the Royal Rumble when people thought Reigns was going to win again, oh, they went right back to 2013 on that ass.
1: It's like – and that's 2015,
2: the problem. not 2015. Well, whatever, 15. <laughs> well, there, there, there's, it's, there's it's no the ridiculous. Royal Rumble.
1: For me, the killer for that was the Royal Rumble everyone was cheering for Daniel Bryan to come out. Yep. And And, 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 Roman, and, and, and Roman Reigns was the guy. After he had lost a title shot, he was number 30. It ended up coming out, and it's like or people like Ryan? Roman Reigns, but that Daniel just Bryan put them
2: over. I think it was when Daniel Bryan got eliminated in the Rumble too early, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they were what mad they about happen? they were mad about that, but the but the other one, Daniel Bryan ha- wasn't in it, but he was there. Yeah, could have been in it, mm-hmm. and they didn't put him in it, and that's what really got the people upset because it's like every time there was a title shot, every time there's an opportunity, no matter how many times he lost. And that's kind of that John Cena thing, even right. though it's another opportunity. So, yeah.
0: But see, here he go to the fucked up part because now it's like, even though I would say Roman, he does deserve to get a title now. I feel like they've done a great job since he's been back, not forced them in the title picture. Unfortunately, if he goes after the title, not because people are, are expecting it. And that's the fucked up part about it. People are just waiting, clamoring, knowing – He's going to get there when he gets the belt again. If he does, they're going to keep it on his ass for so long, and they're going to shove him down our throats. The problem is now, if he gets the title, even though he deserves it, people are going to shit on it. But now he's not getting the title, but they're trying to make up for that. Okay, well, you're not going to get the title, but we're going to keep you in the main event, and that's pissing people off even more because it's like what you said, K. Breezy. You're in the, in the main event, closing out the show every single week, but. For what? There's no payoff. And I think that's the
1: catch-22. You know, hold on, Flawless, before you go. There's one other thing that you're missing on why people will turn on him. If he ends up facing the Fiend and beating him, people are yes. not like that. So that's another thing that's definitely – and if they do that, I'm sorry. You got to turn Roman Reigns heel. Like, if you have him beat the Fiend, even though the Fiend is a heel himself – you got to turn Roman Reigns heel. Like that's the only way you're going to justify and get something out of it. You hey, have look the- at Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, but if you have him beat the Fiend and and it just buries the Fiend, my god, people are going to hate Roman Reigns. They're going to be mad at WWE, but they're going to so take it out on Roman Reigns.
2: Well, well, remember the night after Raw when he beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania and retired him, he couldn't get a lick in on that microphone. But he was still a face. He didn't turn heel.
1: No. But you know, but that, but that that's because they heel. were pushing him as that, that the, the, the the new guy. So he was the new John Cena. And right now it's so kid friendly. They they weren't going to push him as the bully. They were going to push him as the big tough guy that beat the dead man. Uh that's why.
2: Well, he could be the big tough guy beating the fiend. But you know what's crazy? <sighs> even though Reigns never lost that title, he had to relinquish it when he came back. He never, like, t- said, like, hey, man, I want another sh- I want my title back, you know? Like, he he hasn't been in the title picture. So, I kind of like that because when I, he was healthy, you know, he was always in the title picture.
0: I like it, too, but I think WWE, they're not stupid, man. They knew exactly what they were doing. They couldn't – they could put him in the title picture because, one, Reigns was getting so much heat and people hated his fucking guts before he had the announcement. When he came back, first of all, he came back at what six months, seven months. So people already thought that WWE was using that storyline anyway. So for you to just dump him back in the title picture or for him to even mention anything about a title, oh man, that the internet wrestling community
1: would have ate that shit alive, whether he was for real or not. Yeah, I, yeah. So I could see him beating the Fiend in the summertime. Um, I, <sighs> See, my thing, I, I guess for me, the my little issue with it is that, yeah, there was that playoff that, you know, this could be a part of a storyline. And I get that's why people want to cheer him, but it doesn't resolve the fact that you were always in the number one contender spot. You was always getting tighter opportunities. Now, I, I, I will admit this. I hate the storyline of him and Baron Corbin, but I love that him and Baron Corbin have been going at it. I like the fact that <laughs> – yeah, he hasn't been challenging for titles, but he's been wrestling and fighting other people and helping them get put up. The problem is, even when they do beat him up, he still looks uh, good in the end, and they don't really get too much of a push afterwards. So right. I, it's like it's, it's a catch-22. It's like, yeah, he's fighting new people. You know, he's, 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 he's giving you someone else new to cheer for or to boo, but in the end... They're going to look like a fool and you're going to make Roman Reigns look like he's just this just out, he's just that damn smart. He's not Batman. He He's just not going to outwit every damn body. Like, no, man, he's Roman Reigns. He needs to lose and he needs to have some type of hardship. Um, There's no hardship for him. Like he, and that was the problem with John Cena. That's the reason why people, you know, start hating on him, because it's like no matter if he's good or if he's having a good day or a bad day, this dude can just win, win and win and just constantly fucking win. Yeah. All right. Well, SmackDown sucked this week. And we spent um, way too much time on it as, as you can see. We tried to stretch it out. We
0: we we sure did. So with that being said, we're gonna end this. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's yours truly on, on, the twenty six.
1: Hold on, hold on, Pippin. Hold on.
0: Uh flawless. You got them ratings.
2: <coughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh shit. That's uh, how actually,
0: much I hated this show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys, like, you know, like, do you think it would be better if SmackDown was run? Like, how do you think SmackDown would be if Bischoff was running it compared <coughs> to Bruce Prichard, you know?
1: It would be the NWO all over again. No, um, my my issue with SmackDown is, is the focus. Like, with Raw, you're starting to see them round out. Now, yeah, we hated seeing folks face jobbers all the time, but there was a payoff for it. And, boy, did it pay off. A lot of these guys face jobbers, and then we got to see them more. There's not really too much talent on SmackDown that's TV-worthy. So that's why you got to constantly put Roman Reigns out there. You got to put the Usos out there. You got to constantly put Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin out there. Where, where's I'm still asking, where's Mustafa Ali? Like, man, where is this guy at? I haven't seen him. He's- him, and, uh,
2: him and Cedric Alexander are selling T-shirts.
1: Man, I where Cedric right? Like, where are these other guys at that were exciting? Fans wanted to see them. You know, they were they were getting on TV. You know, they were getting opportunity. Like, where are these guys at? And you're not using, and and, and, and that's the problem for SmackDown. And and we we uh we talked about it before when we say the commercials, the way the TV is structured with its uh, how much it shows you the show and then it's commercials. Is way more than, than in USA, Uh, but you know we have to give USA as an extra hour, so that kind of it kind of works when you look at it that way. But for a two hour span, man, SmackDown doesn't have a real lot of time to really do a lot of stuff like that. Becky, I'm sorry, not Becky, the Bailey and Naomi segment, like that on Raw, it that that type of segment would fit on Raw because they can do a ten minute segment and still have a match and still put on stuff. Where on SmackDown they got to they gotta change the structure of, of how they present it because of just the, the format. Like, you have two hours, and you really don't have two hours. You really got like an hour and 15 minutes, and you got to be able to get this much in, and it has to make sense. And somehow they got to figure out that structure, and they got to use – they got a uh, better use of the talent they have. All
2: right. Well, the viewership for this week was a 2.4.
1: Was that up or down from last week?
2: Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, that was uh, so they did a two point four two two, and uh, last week was a two point four four eight. So it was slightly uh, down,
1: slightly down. But yeah, it should have been worse than that, man. Um, yeah, that's yeah, you you called it flawless. It was just a, it was just a bad show. After such a good uh, weekend of wrestling and a good Monday Night Raw, SmackDown just, yeah, it kind of just farted all over everything. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. For two weeks in a row, because I actually like Raw. Well, I'm
0: glad you said that, because we're about to get to Raw,
1: because <laughs> oh. this shit sucked. Okay, I guess I'm I got to get the game it. off. All right, now I guess I got to turn my game off so we can do the Raw review.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Well, for the third time and the final time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, as always, you're truly the 26-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold. He's flawless. Stay tuned for the next episode, man, because we about to get right into that raw review. Peace. Deuces.
2: Yeah. <laughs>